0: And welcome, everyone, back to the Crimson Tide Sports Network. This is Roger Hoover. It's time for another edition of Crimson Live, and that is brought to you by Alabama One Credit Union. They've been voted Tuscaloosa's best credit union and best mortgage lender, Alabama One, a proud supporter of Crimson Tide Athletics. Yesterday, we talked some golf, talked to PGA Tour winner Michael Thompson. Now today, we talked to another Alabama alum, and we're going to be talking some baseballs. We welcome in Lance Cormier, a former Major League pitcher and one of my partners on SEC Network broadcast, Lance it's great to see you man how's everything going
1: you too Roger man just staying busy with uh, our CrossFit gym and the farm and a lot of summer baseball but other than that man it's good
0: yeah and you mentioned some summer baseball it sounds like your kids are starting to play a little bit and it's good that the major leaguers starting to play again as well
1: yeah uh, boys got to they did like a little uh, quick um, you know quick season about like nine ten games in about 20 days so it was really fast and then um, the older boy had a nice uh, he plays with East Coast Sox organization and he did a nice job in Meridian they met probably like five or six weekends and then had some other tournaments so um, overall pretty good You know, under the circumstances we're in uh, they got some good baseball in
0: Alrighty we got a question on uh, Facebook about your farm people know you of course you keep the farm up to date and uh, Griffin Smith Chicago Gump on Twitter he wants to know do you have any new animals?
1: Yes we do have some new animals uh, we had, actually on Thursday, we had one of our sheep was pregnant and she had two baby boys um, on yeah, Thursday afternoon, and one of them, the, the mama didn't want to, you know, rejected it, so for the most part, the mama doesn't want to take care of it. Um, and so we had to basically bottle feeding one. He's actually running around my feet right now, I don't know where he's at, but um, we have the bottle ready to roll just in case. Um, I don't have a newborn, but I have a newborn sheep, so um, he is sleeping through the night, so we're all good with that, right? Uh, But he lives in a house. He's wearing diapers and a onesie uh, like a little baby would be. But we're going to raise him up a little bit and then get him back out there on the farm. But yeah, it's all good, man. Well,
0: that certainly sounds good. I'm glad the family's doing well. Uh, I mentioned Major League Baseball's back Uh, opening weekend. of The Yankees and the Nationals got everything kicked off on Thursday. And even though we've seen some positive COVID tests, obviously with what's happened with the Marlins has been concerning. But uh, just what are your thoughts on baseball season being back?
1: Well, I think it's great that it's back. Like I'm a I'm a believer like there's enough guys that can play um, ball that let them play. I mean, like if, if we get to the point where they have in tests and like like Florida's going through, but um, and, and it's tough, but it is only one team. And so you have 29 other teams that for the most part, all the guys are healthy. They're ready to play. They've been wanting to play and the fans need to see sports, in, in my opinion. So it's good that it's back. Um, and to me, what you're seeing is you're seeing a bunch of guys, like, ready to roll. I mean, you're seeing, you know, the home runs are, you know, the, the, the stars are, are shining. The, the guys are coming in ready to play. And that was, to me, the question was, who stayed in shape over quarantine when it was a basically an endless, like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, you tell somebody, hey, June 1st, you're going to start. Then everybody knows, hey, I got something to push to June 1st. But when it was open-ended, not knowing anything, you got guys that probably been like, wow, well, Heck, why do I keep throwing three times a week when who knows when we're going to throw? So all of a sudden, those are the guys that are probably going to get injury prone if they didn't do very much over quarantine. But the guys that you can tell some of these guys were ready to roll, especially almost in better shape than they were in.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Alabama with a lot of guys on opening day rosters or kind of in that player pool because you have 30 now on a roster, then you have 30 at a usually minor league site that are kind of being trained. And like the situation with the Marlins, if there are some positive tests or guys go on the injured list, they're able to be called up. So uh, we have a graphical show on the screen and Lance, I'll kind of talk you through uh, some of the different guys that are appearing for Alabama and due to some injuries, not everybody's been able to play. But this was a graphic that was put up by Alabama Baseball looking at some of the names from the University of Alabama that we're on some opening day rosters and already we've seen Wade LeBlanc get to start uh, for the Baltimore Orioles and it's great that he has uh, landed with Baltimore an experienced lefty and I know Lance a guy that brings a lot to any club.
1: Yeah and that's the biggest thing is the experience that he can bring to a rotation that is a younger rotation it's a younger team but only in fact that like as things are just awkward and weird and different and how the seasons are going you got a guy that's like it's not new I mean like he's all right, whatever it is, he'll just roll with the punches. And, you know, Wade's been through a lot in his career, you know, but just the amount of teams he's been with, been released, been, you know, promoted, signed contracts. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's done, for the most part, any kind of transaction in baseball. So all this kind of stuff dealing with this is, although it's, you know, you know, new and different, but, like, he's going to go about his business like, like a professional pitcher. And so um, it's good to have those types of guys right now. That it's not going to be overwhelming to him. And so, um, yeah, congratulations to Wade. And, you know, he got that first win in his first start this year, too.
0: And then, how about Spitzer Turnbull with the Detroit Tigers? He was able to strike out eight batters in five innings of work. He has had four walks, but uh, another guy that's getting an opportunity with a team in the Tigers that maybe not a lot is expected out of them, but in a 60 game season, anything can happen.
1: Oh, absolutely. And so, I mean, Turnbull is a guy that. It's really like as every step he's going, he's starting to pitch more. I mean, I've talked to one of the guys that had him in high school, didn't pitch very much in high school, got to Alabama and was there. But like all of a sudden he had the makeup, the body. I mean, he's a big boy, strong um, and, and throws hard. Well, all of a sudden you put that in professional baseball and he starts rocketing up in the, you know, the minor leagues and getting a chance to get to the big leagues. And so um, I thought the Tigers did a nice job of being able to allow him to get his feet wet. Didn't just truly just, hey, here you go. You're the, number, you're the number two man on our team, and we need you in a playoff push. No, like he got his feet wet. He learned how to pitch in the big leagues. And so um, I expect a lot from Spencer. I mean, he's got the body to be a top frontline starter, the stuff is there. Um, you mentioned the walks. That's just the part that you have to kind of start to bring into play where we don't walk as many guys, but eight got and findings anybody any manager will take that especially the front office
0: they certainly will and then uh, staying in the al central alex avila getting some opportunities with the twins mitch garver will catch a lot of games from them this year but another valuable member to have a veteran guy like alex avila he certainly should make an impact with the twins this year
1: yeah i mean what for alex he's a switch hitting catcher i mean like what, what more can you ask for a guy that can platoon any position he can give any guy day off, or he can go out there and be an everyday guy. He's been that before. So, you no, know, he's getting older, so the legs, the knees, got a little bit of wear on him. But still, for the most part, these guys are doing a great job of um, with the catching there, you know, spelling people and giving people rest. So, um, But the fact that Avila, a veteran, been around the game a long time, especially with his dad being in the front office a lot with the Tigers, um, that he's been around the game, and so he knows what to expect as well. And so, look for him to, you know, be productive, especially with that organization
0: looking at the phillies uh, david robertson hasn't appeared because of injury adam morgan's kind of in that 30-player group that could be called up at any time to the phillies and then we have seen tommy hunter appear once uh for the phillies uh, out of their bullpen working an inning so far so really the tide well represented on that phillies ball club with three guys but again hunter the only one healthy so far
1: yeah that is the bama bullpen man um, <laughs> last year to go see them in, in atlanta we were uh, right around with fathers Day. Um, they were playing the Phillies, and we took my son's ball club up there. And I had been, I had really close with Gabe Kapler, who was the manager then at that time, and a couple other players on the team. So it was like we were so excited to go see. It. And and then every, Hunter was hurt, Robinson was hurt. We got to talk to uh, Adam Morgan. I think all of them were down. So it was like, man, we got we were coming to see the Bama boys. But um, you're right. With I mean, Morgan stand ready in that player pool. As a lefty that throws hard, he's been in the big leagues the last four years, he's gonna, his opportunity is gonna come with, it, it could be tomorrow, it could be the next week, but it's gonna come soon. Um, with, with David, just, um, just as, as he's getting older, just trying to battle those injuries, it's tough. Um, and I know he, there was a part where he was at the point where didn't know if he truly wanted to come back uh, and, and to fight with all the virus stuff, but I hope he's able to get back and get, you know, finish his career um, on a positive note, like, he, uh, like most guys want to. Uh, but Hunter, man, that's you don't want to talk about another bulldog guy. Just big time arm and competitor out there. I love watching him pitch because he will compete till the end. Uh, so it's good to see him back out there on the mound as well.
0: And then we haven't seen Matt Foster appear yet for the White Sox. Jimmy Nelson with the Dodgers out right now with injury as well. Uh, one other guy I wanted to touch on real quick, Taylor Gilbo for the, for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, 17 appearances last year. He's already appeared once this year. Another young Alabama guy that looks to have a nice major league career ahead of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, like it seems like Alabama's are starting to produce these left-handed pitchers, right? I mean, it's coming out there, LeBlanc. Um, Gilbo's kind of the next they're both from Louisiana so that little Louisiana connection uh, which I like is where I'm from as well too so I got to see those Louisiana boys in the BAM uniform and still getting to play but Gilbo is kind of bouncing around it just shows you I mean you always hear the, the talk of hey if you're left-handed and you can throw strikes and you want to play and you want an opportunity you'll get one and so um, that's exactly what, what Taylor has gotten and he's made the most of it and so uh, again a lot of times with baseball, especially in the big leagues, it's it's all about being right place, right time. You know the opportunities that you get, whether it's an injury, whether it's a team that doesn't expect to contend, so they're they're more aptitude to go to a rookie or younger guy. Heck, I had both of it. Uh, I was in a team that we were 51 and 111, and we had like eight or nine guys on the 40, uh, the 60-day DL. So I mean, we had we literally were a Triple A ball club. Trying to play in the big leagues, so we're enjoying the fact that we're in triple uh, in the big leagues, but losing pretty much every day except when Randy Johnson would pitch. So, um, I so you can kind of see a lot of that with um, Taylor and the Seattle Mariners. But you know, all you can do is if you get the chance to get up there and pitch, is make the most of your opportunities, and that's what he's done. And hopefully, going to be able to carve out a spot in the bullpen um, for a very long time.
0: Let's wrap it up by talking about Alabama baseball. Of course, you were on the call for most of Alabama's games to begin the year, and you and I were getting ready for Alabama against Mizzou to begin SEC play before everything was shut down due to COVID-19. But, you know, 16-1 and for the Crimson Tide. You had to like the start, and you have to like what Coach Bohannon's doing for this Crimson Tide ball club.
1: Yeah, no question. Uh, it was an exciting start, um, and I know there was, like, a lot of just bad taste left in the players the coaches and for me even same thing because you know it was always like okay yeah the non-conference what can you so I I really just wanted to see the team what they would do in conference play because I felt like they were better they were more prepared the talent level was better so I felt like that they're ready to go now that doesn't mean that they're all of a sudden gonna be you know sixth in the conference because finishing 11th in conference still means you're a top 30 ball club and so uh, I just wanted to see how that was. Then I had some some thoughts on like how would prelip hold up? I mean, a guy who still hadn't given up a run in college, right? I mean, as a freshman, yep. stroll on this throwing just BBs down. You know, I mean, he literally looked like he was throwing fastballs down the middle, blowing it by guys. And I'm like, how are they not hitting this guy? Would that hold up in conference? And so I was so anxious to see that um, another young Antoine Shawn. How that guy, how the other guy, the young hitters, how that would play in seeing Sam Prater back in the lineup. All that was going to be fun, getting to see Tyler Gentry in that draft year, ready to go for a full year. I and mean, he came out of the gates hot as can be. So that was disappointing to see because you just wanted them to be able to get on the field, either prove the doubters wrong or not. But, you know, to be able to go, hey, this is, hey, we can put our finger on it. This is who Alabama baseball is now. And I believe it's better and in a better position. And a lot of it is. I mean, you got to give a lot of credit just with Bo. Um, Coach Zilli, Coach Jackson, Matt Ray, i mean, those guys that um, not only can they recruit, but they're learning how—they're—they're they're, they're showing they can develop the talent as well. Because I mean, they had guys here from the other staff; they kind of developed them. They got a little bit better, like a Brett Auerbach. Then other guys that they're bringing in youngsters that showed, like Peyton Wilson, um, other guys, Jim Jarvis, those guys that hey, they're ready to play now. You know, the two freshman pitchers—they're ready to pitch. So. It shows that they can go get some of the top-tier talent, but they can also develop some of the talent that's already there, and that's what you need because you're not just going to go get these top prospects, these top 300 players because the drafts. you're going to deal with that. But then you're, you're fighting other schools. You got to be able to get those three to 500 guys, also with maybe a mix of you know a little mixed in of the top you know top 100 guys, and then all of a sudden develop both of them. And then that makes the team, and so um, they've done a great job with that. Their roster looks the part. You're starting to see guys come up to the like, this guy belongs here, you know. And then that's that's kind of where Alabama had fallen off a lot from the other top 10, 12 SEC schools that were competing in not only regionals but super regionals and making the World Series um, in the past five years, because those guys, when they get off the bus, it's like, whoa. I don't know if he can play, but he looks like he can play. And now (laughs) Alabama's getting those guys that not only look like they can play, but they also can play.
0: Well, it certainly is exciting, and we hope uh, this school year, of course, and the sports season will be as normal as can be uh, to see the development of Alabama coming up in year four for Coach Bo. But, uh, again, we did see some good things before everything was shut down. And, uh, Lance, as we start to wrap it up, just we look forward to catching up with you more down the road, hopefully getting ready to preview baseball season coming up. But thank you for your time today. We're glad Major League Baseball is back, and we're glad everything's going well for you on the farm.
1: Yeah, thank you guys for having it was any time, man. We can talk baseball for days. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, I look forward to Alabama having a good fall and, man, getting ready with almost even more energy and excitement to start to try to prove those guys wrong. Because everybody said, well, wow, it's a tough non-conference, whatever. But I, I look for them to be ready to roll. But, yeah, it's good to have baseball back and fun to watch on TV.
0: All right. Well, he's Lance Cormier I'm Roger Hoover. Thanks for watching this edition of Crimson Live. So long, everyone.